Hello, this is Keith Dent from Black Men Speak, a podcast that highlights ordinary black men doing extraordinary things. This special podcast was pre-recorded on Mother's Day last week, and it highlights the special work of LeVar Jacobs and his work with breast cancer. If you don't know, African-American women have the second highest incident rate behind white women when it comes to breast cancer, but the highest incident rate between the ages of 15 to 39. And LeVar started this organization, not just October, in memory of his mother, who passed away in 2009 from breast cancer because he wanted to improve awareness around the disease and its effects on families and the world. So stick around and listen to his story. Well, uh, welcome to uh, Black Men Speak, a podcast that highlights ordinary Black men doing extraordinary things. I'm your host, Keith Dent. And since this weekend is Mother's Day weekend, I could be remiss. I wanted to highlight a brother because, you know, this is a brother show, but it's Mother's Day weekend. So, you know, hey, we always try to find the time to to honor our, our women and our moms. Hey, mom, happy Mother's Day. But I really wanted to highlight this brother because he immediately came to mind. And his name is uh, LeVar Jacobs. And, and he is the founder of an organization called uh, Not Just October. It's a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to fostering a culture of encouragement when it comes and support when it comes to breast cancer. You know, not only did he start this organization uh, back in 2014, but in 2021, he also opened the Kim Jacobs Cancer Resource Center. And that was in honor of his mom, who passed away from the illness back in 2019. And so I, I really want to, we're going to meet with him today because we want to understand why he chose this path and also understand what were the what were some of the effects of breast cancer on his mom and him himself that chose him to take this path. Um, but when he's not dedicating a lot of his energy to this, he's also a bus driver for Metro, which is in the city of Akron. Uh, as anyone knows, that's like a, that's LeBron James's spot in his hometown. So um, hopefully he'll he'll this message will get to him, so he can definitely support this Kim Jacobs Resource Center. And he is a husband and a father of three kids. Uh, so, Lavar, uh, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. And you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for getting up on a, a uh, on an early morning to to do this show. Uh, this is pre-recorded, uh, which will be featured on Mother's Day. So we're really excited. Um, but we really want to get into uh, your journey. So let's take us back to, uh, you know, your mom when she when she found out that she had breast cancer and she had to tell you um, about this. So take me back, you know, what set the scene for us? What happened? Well, um, I kind of remember an energy shift in my home. Um, I don't think that my mother really wanted to talk to me and my brother about having breast cancer, but it got to the point where she had to. So she told us because um, I think she was looking forward to 
well, not looking forward in a good way, but she knew that she would end up um, having to go through chemotherapy and radiation and would lose her hair and all of that. So we would definitely be able to see the differences in the household. So she let me know. I remember I was in my room and um, she came in my room and talked to me and told me that she had breast cancer and told me about everything that we'll have to get done. And I remember when she left, I cried. So uh, my mom, she went through chemotherapy, radiation. She got her breasts removed. Um, her cancer went into remission. Eventually, it ended up coming back. And now I remember the second time she told me that she had breast cancer. We were in the garage. Um, we were just talking, and she told me that um, she had to go through everything again. But I think um, I don't think she really wanted to go through chemotherapy and radiation again. So... She didn't do that again. Um, she more more than likely kind of was just ready to, you know, see how everything would go naturally. I don't think she wanted to go through the harshness on her body of chemotherapy and radiation again. So I was just always there for her, always with her. It's my best friend. Right. We watch TV, we watch her soap operas. That's, that's what my mom used to want to watch, soap operas in general. She was she young and restless or just, oh she was ABC? <laughs> okay. All my children. And then, oh, gotcha. Yeah, so that's that's what we did. We used to watch those shows. Um, she she was always there for me. Um, so you know, being here without her in life at this point is is very rough. But I do what I can to you know keep her alive. And I heard something you said, and we're going to come back to that uh, in a minute um, when we talk about some of the cause and effects uh, and things that we don't know. So, so before you actually started the organization, uh, not just October, um, what, what did you want to do uh, with your life before then? Well, um, I've always been outgoing. I'm a very outgoing person. So I, I already knew I would be in some type of entertainment. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I have no fear of talking to people, talking in front of people, I've never feared that I'm like my wife calls it extra. My wife says I'm extra. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. It's just the type of person that I, I that I am. Um, when I was in college, I was majoring in communications. Okay. I was very much into music. I, it's pretty much a, most young black males think they're going to be rappers. Done that. Okay. <laughs> um, but one thing I did always know is that I will be an entrepreneur of some sort. So. Um, after I got my life a little stabilized, you know, um, I wanted to be an entrepreneur for sure. And then I started not just October. Okay, great. And, uh, and why, why that name? Why not just October? Well, um, so everybody cares about breast cancer during October. You turn on the TV, everyone's wearing pink. The commercials are about breast cancer. You watch an NFL game. Everybody has on pink cleats, pink gloves, everything. Um, you watch any other sports, it's pink, everything. Everything is pink during October. Right. And as soon as October is over, it's over. It's like pink is a color that doesn't exist anymore. And it's like, wow. Women are still battling. Women are still going through chemotherapy. Women are still going through radiation. So it's very important that we understand that breast cancer is not just October. You know, it's not just pink either. It's just, it's not just October at all. It's an all year thing. When you fold up that pink shirt and put it in your dresser, there's still women like right now. What month is this? May? Right hey, now. Yep. 
guaranteed while me and you were talking, like guaranteed 100% there's a lady at chemotherapy. There's a lady at radiation. There's a lady nursing her wounds. It's guaranteed. And this is May. So it's bigger than October. It's not just October. Yeah, it's, you know, I guess it's interesting just how we, we codify everything. So the fact that it's like, oh yeah, well, let's, let's utilize October as the only time that we put a highlight on breast cancer. And yet women are going through it, like you said, every day and probably, you don't know, every second, I don't know the statistics, but I'm sure that it is very um, uh, prominent. And so one thing that I just heard you say is that even though you're your mom had her breast removed that the that breast cancer came back uh mm-hmm. so it, i don't know if you can go into detail of how that occurred but what are some of the what are some of the things that you learned about breast cancer that surprised you and that you feel men know when they're going through uh the journey well the the sad thing about breast cancer and all cancer is that it, it attacks your whole body it might start in your breast but breast cancer spreads so when my mother, is, um, after she was in remission and her cancer came back, it spread throughout her body and ultimately spread to her brain. So um, she had cancer all over her body and in her brain. So it was kind of inevitable that my mother was going to pass away. Um, I remember the doctor told us she had six months to live. That was in November. They told us she had six months to live and she passed away in February. So... Um, that's one thing that I have learned and realized that breast or cancer, or all cancer is just, it's, it's evil. It attacks every part of your body and, um, you know, through God and blessings, it's just, that's all you can do is just pray and do what the doctors say and hopefully it works out. But it's a, it's a ter- terrible process watching a woman battle any type of cancer. Mm, okay. So. You have the organization, and I know you didn't say it, but in doing my research, I found that you were one of the only Black male-owned cancer centers. So when, you know, when you're there at the office or just, you know, going around doing community outreach and stuff like that, and they, and they, and women see that you are kind of the founder, you know, what is some of the, what's some of the feedback or the looks that you get from women when they, when they see that? Well, honestly, that's part of the reason that I'm even being interviewed by you right now because it's shocking it's it's um one of those things people expect really i think people expect cancer organizations to be ran by white women and when it's a young black man (laughs) who's still in touch with the culture and the community and everything it's pretty surprising and you know um women do tend to really um they're they're drawn to this organization in my city um white women black women any woman um they all support not just october and you know they are definitely surprised that it's a young black man when they really find out what the um deep down is going on but they all still support very much so it's surprising at first but it all works out that's great and and are, are there how many other just cancer organization or resource center are there in the in the city in my city um i i know of one um i know of one for sure 
but there are a few other like cancer clubs and groups that that um do things a lot of people do good things in the city so it's not just me and they're all very welcoming of me so we work together often okay and what are some of the services that you offer um women we provide um inside of the center we provide insurance consultations massages we have a pantry we have a room for kids to play in Um, we provide Mm. tutoring then outside of the center we provide home cleaning carpet cleaning lawn care snow removal pretty much anything a woman may need not just october can provide it as long as we have the funds to do so Um, We operate off um, donations and grants and things like that. So as long as we can continue to receive this help, we'll continue to help women. And that's really how it works. I'll do anything for a woman as long as we have the money to do so. We do so much. Right, right. We've done random things. A woman needed her prescription for her glasses. So we can (laughs) get money for that. We provide rent assistance. Just anything a woman may need, I'm ready to give it to them. That's fantastic. I know, and I know your mom would be definitely very proud of that. Um, and so, you know, so especially for women that don't have additional support, maybe they're, I don't want to say single parent, but maybe they're single or they don't have any other support around. They're probably dealing with a lot of emotions uh, going through this, possibly alone, especially if they come or they they've heard about their diagnosis without anyone there around them. So how do you, you know, how do you handle that? You know, how do you support? And then how do you keep yourself from experience burnout from this sort of thing? Um, well, not just October in the Kim Jacobs Breast Cancer Resource Center with me, it's 24 seven. Like I work my job, my full-time job. I drive the bus. So I'm really driving around thinking of how I'm going to expand this organization and help more women. I think about it all day. Okay. So, and I'm also pretty much always available for women. I'm trying to set office hours, but it's, it's very hard because I'm very hands-on. My team is trying to get me not less hands-on, but more of a structure of communication when it comes okay. to me. You know how... Um, even when you reached out, you spoke to Ariel. Shout out to Ariel; she's amazing, my gatekeeper. <laughs> but yeah, she was a, she was a gatekeeper. She's like, look, I don't. You only got this time to this. I'm like, okay, I'll make it work. <laughs> it's awesome, but yeah, um, burnout. I don't think I experience burnout honestly because I'm passionate about what I'm doing. That's what I think is the key to any business, because if you're looking for like instant gratification and you're not really in love with what you're doing, then, yeah, I'm sure you'll experience burnout. But I'm never going to experience burnout. I'm ready. I'm always up and excited to continue to make a difference. I just want to change not only the world for women battling breast cancer, but like the world overall. And you mentioned, which is a great segue, because you had mentioned um, the Kim Jacobs Resource Center. Uh, and you opened it, of course, in the city of in Akron, correct? Yes. On, uh, on Kenmore Boulevard. So I found it fascinating and I, uh, in doing my research. What makes Kenmore Boulevard so special? Oh, man. Kenmore Boulevard is growing. 
Um, last year, I think they did ribbon cuttings for about eight new businesses right here on the boulevard. And it's a tight knit community. Like when I come over here and I drive, I drive a pink car uh, for my organization. Yeah. It's called the Awareness Mobile. But when I drive down the street, everybody's waving. I'm blowing the horn. It's just happiness. Like that's why I'm so excited for summer and warm weather because everybody's always outside working on their business. They have first Fridays on Kenmore Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So every business comes outside with a table and gives out information, sells things. There's bands that perform. I'm right across the street from an amazing guy named Kenny Lambert. He has something called Just a Dad from Akron. Um, okay. He's changing things. And it's just it's so much electricity going down the street right now. And I'm very, very happy to be a part of it. That's great. And was there was that an area that was a little bit run down and now you've seen a revitalization? Yes, definitely. It was an area um, that was getting a negative stigma. Um, a lot of things were going on here that weren't very positive. But over the last couple of years, it's 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 growing and it's getting better. I haven't heard anything negative about Kenmore. We're about to change the whole landscape of Kenmore, Akron, Ohio and then the United States. Fantastic. Um, so, so yeah. You, since you're thinking, you're thinking about your business twenty four seven, and then full time job on top of that. You're you're also a, a father and a husband with three kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, man after my own heart. Because you know, when you you hit the three the three kid level, <laughs> it's a whole another ball game. So, how, how do they how do they keep you grounded? Um. Oh, keep me grounded. My wife will tell me if I'm tripping quick. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just enjoy spending time with my kids. They're really like the most important thing to me. Um, I like being a father is the best job in the world. I love being a husband. I love my wife. But these kids, they got my heart like uh, my children. They just make like right now. I'm just so happy even thinking about them. When I left, because um, I'm at the center right now. When I okay. left this morning, my baby son he he started crying and wanted to give me a kiss and hug me. He wanted to come with me, but he's too busy. He can't come. Well, I know. Right? And how and how old are your kids? Um, thirteen, two, and four months. Man, you had the serious. You had the serious break there. Whew. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Well, yeah, pretty much. Definitely. Um, my 13-year-old, he's actually a, um, my wife's cousin, and but we, he's been living with us since he was three. So I definitely have raised him, and <laughs> yeah, that, that's my guy 100%. That's my first son, honestly, and um, very much love for him. And it's crazy when I just said that my daughter was four months. She's really four months today on the 7th. Oh, today's her birthday? Oh, shout out. And what's it? What's the name? Delaney. Delaney. Oh, it's four months from. Oh, okay, gotcha. Shout out to Delaney, who's mm-hmm. a four month old today, actually. So, yeah, um, that's great. So your wife is thinks you're extra, and she will keep you uh, grounded quickly. Definitely. <laughs> she uh, she's just a realist. Um, I'm more of a I'm an optimist, and I see I I can I have vision like. Uh, my wife's awesome, but in certain situations, I don't think she has the exact vision that I have, mm-hmm. but she's a genius. She's a okay. nurse. She's been a nurse for several years. She's a genius, but we just, we have different types of minds and different types of personalities in it. Okay. 
perfectly. That's why she's my wife. That's great. That's great. Um, so two more questions. What's next for Not Just October and how can uh, people support? What's next for Not Just October? We're about to change the world. No, um, so in October, this is something we have our walk. It's called the Kim Jacobs Breast Cancer Walk. It's right here on Kenmore Boulevard. Last year, we had about 250 people in the middle of the pandemic. We gave everybody shirts and masks that came. Um, but this year, the pandemic is over for the moment, for the moment, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> and uh, this year, I really want to have like between 500 and 700 people, um, everybody with the same shirt on, supporting the organization in honor of my mom and any woman who battled breast cancer. And I just want to continue to add services and continue to build partnerships. Um, like I said, I drive a pink car. It's called the Awareness Mobile. Um, I plan on doing a couple road trips in that to mm. you know, check out other cities, meet people, um, visit hospitals, meet women battling breast cancer. So we're definitely going to go on a couple road. Where do you live at? I'm in New Jersey. Oh, okay. I might have to come there. You just might have to. <laughs> so yeah, let me know if there's an event. I'm ready. I'll, I'll gas it up. You got to look it up online. Um, but yeah, I'll gas it up and come. I'm just excited it's not just October is growing daily and the partnerships change every year. Like I'm looking forward to August because that's when people start contacting me about October because right. unfortunately October is the month that everything happens and everything, you know, is fresh on everyone's mind. So August I get different calls and sometimes it's major companies that I didn't even know knew I existed. So it, it's it's very exciting, and I'm expecting great things and to help thousands of women. That's all I want. I want to help millions of women all over the whole world, and I think I'll be able to do that. That's great. So before we go, I mean, I know your heart and your mind is about serving and not only women, but just women and their families. But with that, sometimes we forget about our own our own mental health and our own thoughts about how we can ground ourselves. So my, my question is always, which I always end, like to end my shows with is really on what's on your mind as, as a black man here in the well, world. Um, my mind is um, focused on the future. I have, I have a deep thought of the future, the future of my family, future generations of my family so unfortunately, I do put a lot of pressure on myself because I feel like I am I am the one that's going to change my entire family tree. Like I'm I'm the one. So there is a lot of pressure on me. Um, so mentally, I do have to take breaks occasionally, um, like turn my phone off for a whole day, you know, just focus on breathing on myself. Um, I recently it'll be two years in June. I've started. Um, getting into physical fitness I had never worked out in my whole life never played sports or anything okay. one of my friends um, we all started getting dad bodies you know we started having these babies and okay. <laughs> I taking care of ourselves so we started working out uh, me and three of my friends we work out six days a week we really barely miss days so that's been going on two years so that's kind of therapy for me and I'm just trying to be a, a, a good person. I want to be a good role model because 
one, not just October is on my mind also, but I have a very high level of love for the youth because sometimes I, I look on social media and just see things that are going on and I feel like the youth are going downhill and I want to be someone that can help build them up and I can't build anybody up without building myself up. So it's very important to me to stay grounded and stay ready and stay prepared and focused so that I can continue to change not only my life and my family's life, but the lives of others. That's great. Well, LeVar, I just want to say you're doing a fantastic fantastic thing and a fantastic job uh, running this organization. Mother's Day to your wife and, and to your mom and I just want to thank you for uh, being on the show today. Oh, no problem at all. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. I love um, podcasts and things like that. I'm try- I think I want to start one eventually but I just I have to find the time. So yeah, when right. I, when I go into um, podcasts, I think like am I in a Kanye West mood? Or what? You right, know, today right. you ain't getting Kanye. <laughs> right. And, you know, um, so thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Greatly appreciated. LeVar Jacobs, www.notjustoctober.org, at Not Just October on every social media. Just um, follow us, check us out, and we will be here to serve women with breast cancer and the rest of the world. Great. Great. Thank you. Thank you, LaVar, for your inspiration and drive. I look forward to great things in the future from you and your organization, not just October. If you get a chance, check out his organization and support it too. Black Men Speak was written, produced, and edited by me, Keith Den. You can find previous episodes wherever you listen, like Libsyn, Apple, Spotify, and our newest partner, Amazon Music. As you know, we always like to end with a quote, and this one comes from James McCune Smith, the first African-American to earn a medical degree from the University of Glasgow in the 1830s. And his quote goes like this, the great hindrance to the advancement of the free colored people is the one of unity in action. If we were to unite in the pursuit of any one object, I can imagine no possibility beyond our power to compass. But we are not united as a people. And the main reason why we are not united is that we are not equally oppressed. This is the grand secret of our lack of union. This is Keith Dent from the Black Men Speak podcast. Peace.